everyone. Welcome to a special episode of Survivor at Home, the podcast. Obviously, there's not a Survivor on CBS season going on, but last weekend or two weekends ago was the latest season of Survivor at Home, the game. And Andrew and I are here and we're very excited to welcome in the one and only Survivor at Home season four champion, took three tries, made it through, did it, got his championship. He's the winner of Survivor at Home season four. Alex Street, round of applause and welcome in Alex. How does it feel to be a champion? Finger snaps. It feels um, feels a lot closer to not being a champion than I thought it would actually. I, I still think about the game daily since it happened i still think about what i could have done or should have done in any given situation but uh but it is different it's a relief if nothing else (laughs) it's not even like celebration it's just like (sighs) ah that's how it feels yeah like the the relief (laughs) of it i'm excited to get in this this podcast episode too because we've got alex one played the season and won the season Andrew hosted, and I was there almost every step of the way in the audience and on a separate uh, separate Zoom call talking about the whole game with another audience member. So I'm excited to to get our three different perspectives in here. Um, but Andrew, welcome in as well. How did you find the season was crazy probably from your end yourself and, and Katie hosted the season and did all the technical work on that. Um, have you recovered from your efforts? <laughs> well, welcome. Uh, thanks everyone for being here and doing this. Thanks for those who are tuning in live. This is the first time we've done this as well, but yeah, what a blast it was survivor at home season four, no surrender, two nights exhausting. I said to someone the other day, I don't remember of any of the other seasons feeling this tired for that many days following just crazy. Just the toll it takes on you. And like my stomach was off on the Sunday and I honestly, by like the Friday, we did the reunion show and I was still feeling it. Like I was not, feeling great went for a hike today cleared my head thought a lot about life and thought a lot about survivor at home (laughs) so it shows you how high on the list that is uh but congratulations to alex street uh an amazing performance as jordan said three times it took you to get here we're going to unpack it all tonight there's so much to go through so many details the idols a world record of five idols a key advantage for the tribe swap some big moves some key alliances some backstabbing some fake idol creation Uh, we got a lot to cover we're going to just see wherever it goes and those listening live as well you can text us in if you have anything that we are missing but before we kind of get into the breakdown of it i just want to put it back to the two of you jordan you've won survivor home and now we have alex the winner of survivor home season four uh what is that weekend like just at a high level going into it for those who don't really know just just for a minute what is survivor home like and why is it that we're saying why are we doing this podcast why are we still talking about it weeks and months and now the podcast and years later yeah so for me it's incredible how a game that um the season that i won was eight 8 a.m. to about two or 8 p.m. to about 2 a.m. was the times that we played on the two nights. So what's that? Six hours or so we played. So a game that takes 12 hours, but it consumes your life on those two days that it lasts over and then kind of consumes your life for at least the week after. Alex, I know, can speak to this too, if not longer. But as a big Survivor fan, as we all are in watching the show on, on TV, it's a little bit of a taste of like, how am I going to use some key survivor strategies, voting people out? How am I going to deal with that? How are we going to do in challenges and just kind of getting a a little bit of your toe 
in the water in, in a sense. And um, it takes over your, yeah, it just takes over your mind. You, you're constantly thinking about it. Alex, I completely can understand the like replaying things in your mind. You uh-huh. won and you're still like, I could have done this. I could have done that. What if things had turned out differently and I could have been even better or things could have turned out differently and in a, a split little piece of luck and I'm gone instead of moving on. And, and you, you, you can, you can replay those. And in your mind, you think I could win this every time. And then in your mind, you think, uh, I, I can't believe I ever won. Like I never, there's no shot. I could know like, how does that happen? Right. Um, I think so, it's just, it's, it's the, fun. it's the, the, it's the joy of, and for those who like, like board games, like I, I have this secret side of me where I play like role-playing games. It's it like, I haven't actually played literally Dungeons and Dragons, but other things like that, where I've, there's a game called Mouse Guard, where I have, I got together with four friends and we drink beers and we pretend to be mice for five hours on a Friday night. This is what grown men do. So this is like what I do or what I did before the pandemic. Aren't there clubs for that downtown Toronto? I'm sure there is. I don't have a costume though. I just put on an accent. Okay. And and I, man, talk about going off rail. And so I, for me, that's what it is. It's games night. It's, It's two games nights with people who are highly committed. And so like to look forward to that and know that like, we've got all these 16 people are gathering, have put in a concerted effort to be a part of this. They're not just stumbling backwards into it. They said, I want to do this. I'm committed and I'm going to be there. And we all want to play number one and hopefully win. And because of that, it creates this really cool atmosphere where it really is just immersive. And I think that's what it, it, that's what's so cool about it. Then you add in what Jordan was saying, the survivor element and the super fan and whoa, this is a little taste of what the game might be like. And it's just, it's next level. It's beyond what I ever expected it would be. Mm-hmm. We're starting to think about the idea for fun of offering groups to do this, like a custom weekend too. You know, maybe people could pay us some money to run it oh, for yeah. them. And, and I was p- posting some comments just on the website trying to describe it and I, I wanted to articulate to people that it's like do you have friends or do you have a group of people that like games and like competition well like that's like a starting point and then times it by 10 and obviously um we're biased here but it really is on a next level in terms of just the intensity of the competition i love seeing everyone at the end of it even the winners yourself uh, lynette when she won last season the almost the first thing out of your mouth after you win after saying thank you, I can't believe it. You did this awesome dance, celebratory dance, which is up on the homepage, survivorhome.com. It a few times. It's, it's beautiful. <laughs> but uh, even Lynette, she said, you know, this is crazy. Like, I don't know if I would do this again uh, because it just takes a toll on you. And I, um, you know, for someone who's always loved competition, I was thinking tonight, even just back when I was a kid, I would organize tournaments all the time. I would try to yeah. get in. We, my parents had a trailer up north. I would try to get all my parents' family friends to play badminton but little did they know i'd made, made like a full round robin bracket tournament and for like an hour i kept going okay it's like okay, it's your turn it's your turn i could see them increasingly being like okay we were entertaining our friend's son for like 10 minutes but now i'm like four rounds deep i gotta go up for my semi-final match column b row and i would go and i'd push them to the end and that was like a drive for me and then to be able to do something like this that just takes it to that next level where you're pitting 16 as you said people yeah. who love games and competition 
but really like that next layer of like this is this is all in like you really have to dive deep if you want to have a chance at winning this with the social game uh with the challenges uh it's a it's such a joy to do this and to see someone like yourself playing now for a third time in a row says a lot um and that you would come and then finally get the win so yeah and i mean that's it that like for, you're the one organizing it i'm the one saying oh if somebody play if somebody is to organize the game i'll be there so i think it's got both of those. It's, I, that's why I think people come in. Is they're just we just want to play. We want to play the game. We want to yeah. play with other people. We're desperate for community. Maybe this will scratch all those itches. And oh, by the way, the cost is you're you're Your up soul. until the crazy hours of night. <laughs> you will not which, think about anything else. The, which when you're at the end of the second night is a high cost. <laughs> you're you're feeling it at the end of that second. What's night. that Marvel movie where uh, the sorry the end game where they have to. Go from whatever the, it takes to whatever. No, I have to get the the Infinity Stone from the guy. Oh, I was like, what's what's it going to yeah, cost? Soul Stone, like everything. Yeah, yeah that's... going to get the Soul Stone. Like that's kind of what it. That's kind of pretty much on Marvel idea. level. That's like what people your favorite, said. Andrew, one of your favorite photos from season two on the the doors challenge. There's four or five of us just sitting there, distraught because we're spending 45 minutes on a puzzle, and the word is fires, and we're all writing fire and not getting through the password. I love it. Um, yeah, I have it posted here. It just oh, it brings me joy, yeah, motivation. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, not all of it. It doesn't bring all of us joy, but um, but that's okay. Absolutely. Well, let's dive in, Alex, because this is Survivor at Home, uh, but we want to hear about your game. You are the winner of this past season, an incredible dominant performance. We did say in our notes we want to make you feel good, but we also do want to ask some tough questions. We don't want to be this all cheery yeah. for Alex, but come on, you won the season. So hmm. first of all, again, to say congratulations incredible performance we're, we're going to just dive in here through the course of the two nights if anything comes up you want to bring up that we don't address just let us know and again those listening live can text us for comments and questions as well but you're coming in for a third time you haven't won you've been telling us I, like I, I don't know if i can ever win because i got this target on my back what's the feeling like coming in for a third season you get there and just kind of walk us through that that sense you get the tribe reveal you got erica's video what, what's the emotions like in that opening 20 minutes of the game it was okay this <laughs> so the first coming off this idea right of just play the first two seasons were really that for me was like i'm gonna come in i want to play this game and i feel like i'll get far on my let's call it charm alone i can i can sweet talk people i can make friends with people i can do that that's this is gonna be my survivor experience and then first round first season when I got voted out right after the merge votes on me before that had to play an idol. Like it's brutal. I feel like, well, like what was me second season get voted out of the same spot ish come back a redemption and then voted out right away or kicked up at the wheel of death. Again, I'm like, is it possible? I cannot strategize. How am I going to do this? This season, <laughs> I felt like it was all business. Like, even when we came in and I heard Queen playing or Seven Nation Army or whatever the music was, I remember last January, that gave me like chills, just being in the room and feeling the, the atmosphere, watching the, the cameo video. We had Erica this time. We had what Wendell and we had Wentworth before. Those were thrilling. This time I was like, okay, Erica, I'm taking notes. I didn't listen to a word she said, honestly, because I was, I was, taking notes already as soon as we got in the game i'm looking at who's involved who's engaged i was like it almost like wasn't fun 
which is absurd because everything's fun for me but it it was that level it, like it I didn't feel that height of emotion I was like in it this time and I don't even think I really noticed that in the moment I wonder how many players on the on the show on tv get there they're on that boat usually they got to throw stuff off but there is that element of being odd and I if I were there and Jeff is talking like you're there yeah. like in the cameras you would just be overwhelmed with the emotion like you said just the experience of it all it would be crazy i'd be thinking of all you guys like all that would have led to me being there and then but yeah you're right if you're not a weeping mess just crying (laughs) on screen just edit edit it out for yeah uh but then you have to you have to pay attention because right away and you always see right away it's like how do they miss that little beam or that hidden thing right there so that balance of yeah letting yourself feel the experience of course you want to enjoy it but you got like you said being all business you came ready to play uh, you this got a goal time. In mind. Yeah. You got a goal in mind and you got to execute on that, even though like it's yeah. fun and the music gets you going, you're ready to go. You're like, here we go. Survivor at home time, game time. Let's have fun. Let's meet some new people and let's get, uh, let's get game on. But um, did you have a strategy there? Sorry, yeah. Jordan, I cut you off, but I think that's what you're going to ask anyway. What was your strategy coming in? Well, part of it. Okay couple strategies i guess so one one part kind of behind the scenes was to to mitigate as as much um lost time as possible in finding idols and stuff so even like i copy and pasted all the info of all the cast and put them in alphabetical order on a separate like note because in the past there had been an idol clue around like find the info for these people so i had that on a separate note stuff like coming in, having all the pages, all the tabs open, that sort of thing, just in case anything had to come. And then I could just get into it quickly. So some of that was just like, how do I, how do I manage my time in here properly was one subtle kind of smaller strategy, but overall it was keep other threats in. That was it. If I'm going to be a threat, I have to keep and, and maybe work with other threats as long as possible. Um, and so that happened to be John right away on my tribe. Steve, I didn't think I could work with him, but then he put something in his video that was a little nod to me that I was like, oh, maybe he does want to. Okay, I'll lean into that. And so tried to work I with him right away. That in. Yeah. <laughs> so just just the ideas were keep someone else in front of me and take them out before they take me out. Mm-hmm. That was it. And, and I had no final three. I was make I, the whole time was make it to the next boat, but do whatever I can now to make sure that I'm ahead of the next person, the, the other person, whatever that was. Again, it's, it's like, I'm not really thinking strategically, but I'm at least thinking to the next boat. And that was enough to, to get me started. Didn't you say you weren't going to be looking for idols? I thought at some point at the reunion, you said at first, maybe you weren't going to put too much time into that. And yet. Yeah. I, I felt like I had a, a, a pre-game text message that might've, might've said that. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I was like, I even said to my wife, I was like, I don't think I can waste time looking for idols. I need to build relationships right away. I need to focus on relationships. You gave us the clue to open up, explore the Island. And I couldn't help myself. I typed that in and I just started clicking, scrolled right to the bottom, clicked the middle one. Op- the first click I found was a clue. And so I was like, I'm in, here we go. And then I was listening. So I'm, I'm scrolling on that, listening to my tribe, get to know each other and have nicey, nice talk. And I'm like, oh, they're all getting along. Okay. I can throw in a comment here or there, but I, 
doesn't sound like I need to be active in here. Um, so <laughs> I was just, I was right in, I couldn't, like, I couldn't help myself. And I'm, I guess I'm thankful that I did. Well, this of time course you should be thankful. Right? Katie and I were watching at like, cause we have the inbox open for when people submit clues and guesses at idols and advantages. Yeah. And every time it's like Alex first one in Alex first one in. we're going to, I don't want to get to it yet. We're going to touch on that later. We're the one specifically on, idols, yeah. on the four doors challenge, just as a kind of a pinnacle of your idol finding, but unbelievable, man. And I will say it's people have complained. They said, well, there's too many idols this season. And maybe we could consider that, but we had the same amount of idols this year as we did in the last two seasons. I think exactly if, or maybe one more, but the point is in previous seasons, people either didn't find them all or, like Katie, my sister found tons of them, but she got nervous and played them all. So the feeling coming and really we outside of John Matthews playing one in season three, three. to save you, Alex, he saved you in a mm -hmm. tribal. Uh, that was the first kind of correctly played idol, but we had never had a correctly played idol to save like oneself in before the season. And Steph was the first in survivor home history to pull that off. So my point being a lot of like complaints and say, well, that's too many for, one person to have but while it's a you you look for them and you found them successfully and you just dove in contrary to what you planned to do and then yeah. secondly you played them really well as did everyone else in the season there were yeah there a, were a huge lot percentage of, of yeah they were played very well a i mean i don't know really if you want to lean into the idol conversation now or yeah because even thinking about that that's one of the things that i think about after i'm like okay so i found five idols and i needed one of them I played to play five idols. I only needed to play one. Mm -hmm. um, that was like the other ones didn't save me. Right. So even to think like I was in Katie territory where I was playing them unnecessarily. I was simply, it was like, I was simply playing them because I had them. And I knew again, my brilliant wife was like, you do not leave this game with an idol in your pocket, play it, get to the next vote and then figure out what to do. The game changes so quickly Right. just get to the next vote and right. i think that would be like you know for those listening in next seasons and stuff you can hang on to it which thankfully ben did right he hung on to his idol as long as possible but if you get a whiff that something might be coming your way it's uh it's absolutely i i would say it's absolutely worth I, that's my game yeah. i would absolutely absolutely yeah. play it no way i'm going home with an idol yeah but you say it's not a, it's not effective or a good use of the idols but even having them and there were some that were played effectively and i think because people knew that you were getting them i don't know did you tell people but people even if my point is even if you didn't have to use them to save yourself the knowledge that you had them or could have had more and people just said i assume alex has an idol at any given time i think that really helped your game as yeah. well so just the, the even though you didn't need to save yourself the fact that you did right. have it but did you Perce tell what did we did talk you... about perception is reality no, no no i didn't tell anybody that i ever found one i mean i i told them that i found fake ones but not the real ones okay <laughs> the fake idol that will the come up <laughs> that'll come up later um how did you find like were you spending a lot of time searching for idols or was it did you stumble upon a few like i know one for example mm -hmm. when i was spectating um there was a challenge which the poem challenge and immediately i noticed the footer wasn't on the page so i scrolled yeah. down and saw that there's not out there now i'm in the audience i can't do anything about it but i see that it's there did you find you and i i would have considered that stumbled upon that one yeah were you out there searching for a lot or were they more stumble upon idols that you found so uh yeah good and the advantage first one 
was uh, on Explore the Island, I, I believe. Okay. I didn't get, so like, right off the bat, we had a challenge, right? You had to, like, write, we all said uh, somebody that we would align with. And as we're doing this, I'm like, this is a good get to know you, but it's also definitely being something. So I'm writing down all the names, and I screwed up as I was inputting them. I hit enter when I was half done. So okay. I screwed. Um, then exploring the island, and then the second one must have come up in a challenge. I remember now. Um, I think it's probably half and half. So there was half probably in maybe three, I two or three, I found in a challenge. And then the other two were like in Explore the Island. I know one of them, once we got to merge, Andrew said something, again, so subtle, where he was just like, all right, these are your new tribes. Um, get to know your island a little bit more and we're into the next game. And there's just, so, this is where Andrew's so good because he's so chill all the way along. You, He's not letting on when something is a clue, but that was See, obviously a clue obvious. to go back I thought that'd be island. obvious for people to... I say, okay, guys, you're you're at your new tribe. Take a minute, like get to know the camp, get to know each other. Like in Survivor lingo, that's a obvious sign that there's probably. But it something. just sounds it sounds so. But like we're not actually getting to know a camp. We're not so. Yes, get to know each other. That makes sense because we're in this environment. Get to know your new tribe. But the camp thing just sounds like you're playing. Mm-hmm. Just sounds like you're just playing around. You're like, ah, yeah, okay, look, I'm Jeff Probst. Yada yada. Go meet your camp and. Again, I don't know if anybody else jumped on that, but that was just something that was one where I was like, oh, sweet. And then scrolled through and all of a sudden you you would reset a bunch of those Explore the Island uh, boxes. So mm-hmm. well, that was, was one. Um, yeah. But yeah, those in, in challenge idols are, uh, those are fun. <laughs> those those are, and, right? And we alluded to this. Those are, I got two of those and then one immunity at both of those challenges. So if there's parts where I'm like, great, I found the idol and explore the island. So what, but to play, to get the idol, the hidden idol, and then win that immunity challenge, that to me was like something, something's cooking here. Yeah. This is good. Yeah. It's going right here. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, your role with that. Go ahead, Jordan. Before we get too deep into the game, let's chat about one of the toughest parts of the game, which is when your tribe goes into its first tribal council and you know that you've got to be on some radar a threat and the goal of any tribal council is let's get through it Mm -hmm. talk us through just your general feeling your read on the game going into that first tribal council knowing i mean i could be on the right side of the numbers but also who knows at this point these players are savvy first tribal is it sucks that is it it just and I love what you've done with this to elongate how long it takes to get to the actual first vote, Andrew, because it really does feel like we played this get to know you kind of thing. We play a challenge. We play, it feels like our almost reward challenge. And then we do the switcheroo that then isn't actually people now like going out of the game. Now we had a new vote. So, um, or a new tribe member. So all of that just elongated how long it took to actually get to the first vote. So mm-hmm. even at that point, you're still thinking, well, oh, I've played a lot of games so far, but shoot, I do not want to be the first one out. So thankfully, our tribe wasn't didn't lose the first challenge. We weren't the first one out. But you're sitting there, and I'm thinking, you're right, Jordan. Okay, I'm one of the, our tribe is split, half and half, returning and new. Um, I think I've got a target, but I also know Josh 
season one winner is on my tribe. So he must be a bigger target than I am. And he and was coming to me. Oh, yeah. He had had less time on your tribe as well because he was That's the right. one who swapped tribes. He mm-hmm. was a new one. So if there's anybody, there's an easy out. He's not even ours originally. Kick him out. And I had John Juani on our tribe who's finalist last season. And so again, there's this, I can easily, I feel like I can misdirect. Did if you anything throw those comes names out? No, because I went to them. They, we started, we had a conversation right off the bat. And it was, all right, look, guys, we're all big names here. Let's not target each other yet. Let's take out other people. And Steve was then included in that. And there we are. We felt like right away we were all safe because I don't think, again, I don't know what their gameplay was necessarily, but for on my end, it was uh, great. Absolutely. If there, if there can be peace among the, the big players here, the big targets, then we can easily make it through at least to the merge. What's that um, feeling like this. when you are so nervous in that first vote, nothing has been decided. And then someone says to you, Hey, this is kind of the plan and it's not you. And, and it sounds like that's legit. There must be such a sense of relief in not hearing your name. Oh. So, so I, I don't know about your experience in this season, Alex, but I, no one in my, the first season I played, no one would throw out a name. So I finally threw out a name and it ended up being that person. Everyone voted for them except for them. And I was like, oh gosh, okay. So I had some influence on this. What's, you can say your name, next? Jordan. It was, so I just, I threw out a name, sorry, Lisa. I threw out a name and everyone got on board with that and went with it. And I just went, okay, all right. So I had some influence on that. We all followed, but everyone was super, I, I felt everyone was super nervous to even say a name. Yeah. So and Lisa, that, you hear that just to confirm it was Jordan <laughs> that threw your name out in season two. So for the record, yeah, we'll just just throw 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 I can throw bus. myself under the bus on the next vote. Too <laughs> I'll say, season, I'll say so. this season, this is where the game is evolving. This season was quicker. We, again, I, I think people, came to play with more of that idea and it was with our tribe we won the first challenge the first immunity challenge and so we sat together and we got to know each other and brenna was so like i just love having people here to get to know and it was really this beautiful atmosphere while everyone's checking idols and we talked actually about what idols we've seen or idol clues or anything like it was really friendly then we lost and things flipped really fast and as soon as we got in it was okay. We've got to split into rooms. We have to talk. Nobody wants to, but we have to talk about stuff. And it got really quick and really dirty. So um, that's, that's what I would say. The game is evolving. The survivor at home game is evolving from, I don't know. Can we even mention a name to, okay, we have to, cause I don't want it to be me. Cause yeah, it, it's gotta be someone else. It can't be me. So let's throw it in yeah. here and get some targets going. And you just hope yeah. that it never swings around back at you after that. Um, Moving, I want, I like moving forward. So in Survivor at Home season three, I will fully admit I got voted out because of a twist that I didn't react to well. And it was the twist where Alex, you and I were team captains and we just had to yeah. pick our teams out of that. And I didn't pick the right team. I picked guys that I or got, well, my team ended up being all guys, but I picked players that I thought wanted to work with me. And it turns out only one of the four that ended up on, on my team did want to work with me. And, and that was the end of my, my time in the game. Your team yeah. was way better for you. In this version of that, you were the team captain, but you're picking people for the other tribe. 
The yeah. first person you pick goes to the other tribe. What are you thinking in that moment? Because now you're selecting, you're picking someone out of the crowd and saying, you're not with me. You're going the other way. Yeah. My question is, how do you react well to that twist? How do you win that twist so that you move forward in the game? Yeah, that's, that was brilliant. Again, that was, that was a good way to, to bring that. That's a really cool challenge where you get to now choose the tribe. I'd love to see that actually happen on real survivor. Um, and so for this one to make it, you don't get to pick your own team. You're picking your choice has to go to the other team. Now, of course there was options, whether you get to pick freely pick from your team or pick from the other tribe originally. And so my thinking was we had talked ahead of time. We're going to stay our tribe strong. It was Ishkoda. We're going to say Ishkoda strong. And so when we get to the merge, we just want to make sure that we keep everybody safe. So what do I do? First pick, I have first pick and I can pick anybody. But the thing is, I didn't want to pick somebody from my tribe to go on to the other tribe because I know that then they're going to make other relationships by the time they get back. Mm. So I wanted it to be somebody from the other tribe and I wanted it to be somebody that I didn't know already. So Kel, you know, Kel's question in the famous final tribal council question where he got quite emotional asking why I didn't pick him there with our friendship is because I knew what Kel would be in the game, but I didn't know what Tori would be. I didn't know the danger that she would be. I thought that maybe if I pick her, somebody from the other tribe to lead this, that that will actually come back and be something beneficial to me later on. I don't think it was, but that was, that was where it ended up. And actually, I mean, you want to get right down to it. She came into a room with me and Kel, Kel, her and Kel were in a room with me and they both said, who do you want? And I was like, how about you two guess a name that I want you to pick after this? And if you're right, then I'll pick you. Tori said, Steve, Steve at that point was my actual closest ally. And so I went with Tori, (laughs) but there's all that thinking of like, who do you want on the other tribe? Who do you want to maybe build a relationship with? It's so much happening so quickly. Mm -hmm. That again, honestly, I don't know that my brain is actually working in that capacity, but looking back, you go, oh, is that what I was thinking? Maybe that's what I was thinking. That well, sounds better anyway. <laughs> it is cool. As, as we were planning that, we wondered, there is, because we're, we're dwelling in this, Katie and I, who are planning the season, we're spending hours and hours and hours going over each of the challenges. And then a week later, coming back and like, wait, I had a thought about this one. Is this going to work? So, and then sometimes it'll click for us after all that time. So we do always wonder what will it be like when you hear it for the first time? Like you said, how is it even fair? Can you begin to process it? Can you make a good decision or is it just kind of luck? Is it, and some of the challenge in the past that we've tried have been, people have said that they said it was just too confusing. I didn't really understand it until it was done. Uh, so, mm. but this one, it did seem like people were able to grasp it. It's still a bit of chaos, but to a bit of that randomness, like you said, you had to pick to send someone to the other side, but there is some strategy mm-hmm. too. kind of, we wanted to go for that middle ground, like on TV where they usually just take something off the plate. That's their new team. Yeah. So it's, it is a bit of randomness. You could still end up with almost everyone from the former other tribe and you and be screwed, but that's the luck of the draw anyway. But this way you had this added layer of, of picking. And I thought it was interesting to see. And from my perspective, but I want to hear your thoughts. It seemed like it turned out pretty good for you. How happy were you with the results of that tribe swap? Yeah, I was very happy. That was amazing because I ended up with, again, John and Josh on my tribe who I'd already aligned with at the head ahead of that. 
I picked Tori first. She then picked Steph to go in my tribe, who Steph and I have had a tumultuous alliance uh, in our time together in Survivor at home. But at, at this point, I thought, wow, if there's somebody from the other tribe that I would want on my team, it's her because I think I could work with her. And then who, uh, so I'd all, oh, and Steve was on my team again. And then Luke. And so I looked at that and I thought, these are all people that I could work with, you know, again, as long as I need to. So you could work with them and then you go to tribal council right away out of that. And that's right. <laughs> you go straight to tribal council. And we lost two challenges in a row. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you were yeah. back to back tribals after that. Back, well, let's spot. go the first one first because the first one yeah. is one of the mm-hmm. more iconic tribal councils in Survivor yeah. at Home history because your tribe was unanimous in who they wanted to vote out. Everyone voted for Steph except for Steph, obviously. She yeah. votes for Luke. And then the first greatest idol play in Survivor at Home history, Steph plays it at the perfect time mm-hmm. yeah. and her single vote knocks out Luke. Does that, like, what does your tribe think after that, knowing you've all, you, the guys, the, those of you who are left in the game, yourself, John Wane, London, Steve, Josh, have all voted for Steph, which is well over the majority. And yeah. now there you are back at camp, back at camp, and she's there with you yeah. because she just played an idol knowing now She's on the ropes. Everyone wanted her out. Like, did it, did it, how was your dynamic? That was, I mean, it frustrated me first of all, because I didn't want to play an idol. Then I thought we had it clean, but then as soon as she played hers, I was like, shoot, she's going to stab me before I stab her. Did you use an idol? So yeah. So, so I wasted an idol there. Okay. So first quite, we got back and it was all, I mean, right away, it's like, we respect the game. Amazing move, Steph. That was golden. And why in the world did you vote out? Did you use your one vote on the one person that you brought with you? Why didn't you take mm-hmm. out one of the, mm-hmm. the, yeah. the threats from this tribe? Me, John, Josh, Steve. Um, and so she has her own explanation about that, which I think in her mind, I, you know, she explains what her thinking was at that point, trying to build trust with us, not wanting to be left alone. Um, and have Luke turn on her, which he did, obviously. And so that makes sense. And then it turned into, okay, well, here we go. Like, it wasn't immediate, well, Steph, you're out next. Like, it wasn't that talk to her. That would have been but interesting. But then when we lost the next challenge, we, we were the in the challenge. next challenge. And I was, I think we all felt, look, I don't even care if we lose this, because I know who's we going. Know what's, we yeah. know what's happening. And, and that, that would have been, Sorry, I was going to say that would have happened no matter what. Even if she had have targeted one of you guys there, that probably would have still been her on the next yeah. vote. But I did. it was interesting because had Steph voted you and you played your idol, she had an idol, there would, it would be there would be no votes on anyone. So then it would have been... The, the rules say that it would be a re-vote then, obviously only for those who can't... For the other four. For the right? other so four. me and Steph are safe. And yeah. Who do you think you guys would have targeted? If it was Ooh, between those probably four. Luke in an open, tri- would it have been Luke? I think so. I think, yeah. Cause then you've got four again, four original tribe. Now we've got these two newbies in, if it's not going to be Steph, it might as well be Luke. And right. I think he would have gone there. Did he, so he, was, in, he was in trouble? Still? No, he had used he his used, idol. Yeah. He used his before that. Yeah. He did before use that. it earlier. Yeah. He had found one and lost it, but yeah. So, so, yeah got- that, so that's the point in the game where I was, I was, I had an idol. I might have had two. No, I didn't have two yet. Um, 
but just, there was this confidence and in relationship that I hadn't felt in the game before in two seasons. I hadn't felt so like, sure, let's go lose. I'm not, I'm not going. That's fine. Mm-hmm. And that was, so that was actually f- fun. That first section, like yeah. the pre-merge kind of stuff was like, yeah. okay, this is good. And, and whatever the challenges were, they were all really good tribe challenges that you created for us. Like they were, it was, it was a good battle. It's very interesting and surprising that none of you guys, and I understand it, but that none of you guys who felt there was a bit of target on you from playing before gun for each other. Cause it, it, as easy as it is to go to each other and say, look, let's stick together. Maybe get someone new out. Tamara was out first in your tribe. It's mm-hmm. just as easy to go to a group of the new people and say, Hey, look, London, Steve is like here to play. John Wani's here to play. <laughs> like Alex is here to play. Yeah. Let's, vote, let's put the name on that. Let's put the numbers on them too. Like, and it's just 10 seconds in that first tribal. That's all it takes. Um, so it's, I just find that interesting that that turned out that way for you guys yeah. and that you did kind of coast through together. Yeah. And again, I don't know how it felt for the new players, but you, you asked this, questions during the game about new and returning players and what's the dynamic and i did not feel it like i felt it last season where it was returnees were getting picked off now we didn't even realize it until halfway through they were that good Mm -hmm. um but there was definitely an alliance between the new players and this season i don't like we weren't discussing somebody mentioned it but i don't think he was even really entertained to be like okay let's go old old school uh like og survivor players against yeah and we were like i if it turns out that way, okay. But the, the reality is, yeah, as a returnee, you feel like you've got a target. You do have an advantage, but you also have, you're known. Yeah, people know how you play. Yeah, so it's, I, I think it really evens itself out um, as you go through it. And, and the better way to play is just see who there is to work, at, to work with. Yep. And who's going to work with you? Uh-huh. right is a huge thing is you want to work with people but you got to find who's going to work with you and and move forward in the game with them so that tribal council and steph goes out after her great idol play the tribal before and the merged tribe happens um and one of my favorite uh one of my fa- i don't know if this is actually one of my favorite twists or not but <laughs> one of the, the things i love the out loud pondering uh yeah, yeah. it's not yeah but but it is Can one I thing say that I... makes I love how you're taking us through this. Like you take us through an episode of survivor on the podcast. Um, But one of the, the, the twists of survivor at home that makes it very unique. And I overall like the twist. I I don't know. Anyways, um, the one in one out challenge, everyone who is out gets a chance to have a say in um, and everyone who's in the game, everyone's going to vote and they're going to have two votes. One player who's in the game gets voted out onto redemption. And one player who's out of the game gets voted back in from redemption. Um, chaos. You in yeah. Survivor at Home season three were in the middle of this chaos. Uh, it was basically a 1v1 in Survivor at Home season three. And mm-hmm. in this season, I'm just actually looking, voting out. Felt you played same. an idol, but you did have quite a few votes as well. I have... It's so chaotic. There's like 15 or 16 players. Who yeah, are I want to ask you guys, both of you, because you've played it too, Jordan. What is that like? The We said the initial tribal social time with eight people on your tribe is a lot. How do you do that then when we open it up? Gosh. All 16 of you can just jump in and it's chaos. You got 10 minutes. To I, decide. How do you even begin to do that? 
I'll, I'll go just because my experience was very unique in that I got voted out in the spot where Steph got voted out in this season, right mm. before the merge happens. So I don't have time to even really, I got voted out, read what I'm supposed to do after I get voted out, make a video and then hop back on the, the Zoom call. And it's like, okay, one in, one out, you have a chance to get back in the game. And I'm going, I won the last season. I just got voted out. Like there's no shot. So I just went all out targeting. And unfortunately I targeted someone who was actually working with me and I feel bad about it still. Um, <laughs> who, but I didn't really name? have a, uh, Bryson, sorry, Bryson. Um, yeah. We'll just keep throwing myself just under the bus. your dirty laundry here. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Right. So my experience was really unique because I knew I wasn't getting votes to go back in the game. So I was like, let's just target what we want to do. Alex, both seasons, you're in the middle of this. You're getting votes in this season. You got almost half of them in the last season. What are you doing as someone who's in the game, desperately not wanting to get voted out on this? Yeah. I mean, at that point, it felt the same both times, except like, so last season, I already had lots of votes against me leading up to that. This season, I had no votes written down against me yet. And then we go into this. I'm like, okay, like I'm going around and I'm just asking my people. So I'd get in a room with John and say, have you heard my name? Get in a room with Steve. Have you heard my name? And they would say, yeah, they, yeah, I have heard your name. So I go, okay, that's all I need to hear. I know my name's out there. So what name are we hearing? And then I'm just going around trying to find what's the other name and then spread that as much as possible. And so as far as I heard, it was Caitlin. Um, and so then that becomes the target, just like last season was Bryson. So I'm like, okay, that's gotta be the other target and if we can get more on him than me or more on caitlin than me then i'm i'm in I'm, I'm okay to have votes against me but then you know you get to that point and i'm i had another idol at that point and thinking do i play this if he asked me tonight do i play this like that's i'm having these conversations but i'm actually thinking do i play this mm -hmm. and the way that it worked this time andrew you didn't give us an opportunity on friday night to play an idol you waited till Saturday. So I had all day Saturday to think about it, thankfully, because I don't think I would have on Friday. That's interesting. Yeah. And then Saturday, thinking about it. I mean, I thought about it for three hours. I asked my wife and she's like, of course. So I was like, okay, good. Now I can rest. Well, let's clarify what else you did. He texts me. He's like, <laughs> hey, I was talking to my kids. They were like staying up watching. They're pretty tired and they really don't want to see their dad go out tonight. Like, do, should I use the idol? Because just to get to clarify for those who are listening. That we do this challenge sometimes where at the end of the, the first night, uh, all of them get a chance to vote twice to bring one to bring someone back in, one to send someone out, as Jordan said. And so you don't know all day Saturday what the results of that are going to be. If you're a player in the game, you might be the one that's going to be sent out. And if you're the one, obviously, on redemption, you have a chance to get back in. It's a bit less stress for that person. But so all day, yeah, you're doing that and you text me on Saturday afternoon and say, hey, yeah, my kids just they don't want to see their dad go home. Should I play an idol? Like, don't break their hearts. And I go, I go, I can't comment. I'm really glad your kids are invested. And then your reply is, I'm just kidding. My kids don't care. I was just trying to like pull some heartstrings and see if you'd <laughs> tell me anything of what I should do. But it turns out your wife anyway saved the day and uh, yeah, or, or at least sure inspired you to. Well, to I mean, and that's it, right? So I come back and I, so I'm ch I've chosen already. I'm going to play an idol. Doesn't matter. Come back, play it. And it was close, just like last season. But I didn't, I didn't need it, but man, it's just, it's a lot easier to not care if your votes are, if your name shows up than to worry about that and be counting them. And so absolutely, that was, 
I don't know that it's such a cool, but it, I was thinking about that as well. Of like, man, I was so frustrated during the day, like about that challenge. I was like, everybody gets a vote. I don't think the people who are out should get a vote. I need, oh man, I need to talk to him after this. This is ridiculous, <laughs> but only because I'm in it. <laughs> well, only so because I'm worried. The other part of being, being in it is that someone is coming back into the game. Is any of your focus on that? Or is it all, don't vote me out, don't get me voted out, look who we send in home? I think I'd chosen. I think I'd already chosen Luke. So I, I oh, just, so knew, you just knew You knew where you yeah, were I just going. Knew. And he, that was he'd come over. I'd already felt like I could trust him. And he would be good to bring back in. Um, again, a new player that I don't really know, taking a risk, but it feels like a good one. So I'd already chosen that. And uh, and as I also mostly chosen who I was voting out. I just wanted to make sure everybody else was and make sure that I was on the, that my vote mattered. And you can, um, you can say who it yeah. was that you were voting out. Yeah, it was Caitlin. Because I, I, I felt I wanted to work with her. And I also felt like she was going to like just run the table if she, she got, could have got done something special, I think, had she gone further. Yeah, uh, she had that that vibe for sure. Um, I, I do want to yep. keep going here for the sake of time, because at the start of night two, uh, we have another redemption challenge, but it's also open to returning players. You were safe. Um, and it's the four doors challenge. It's basically an online puzzle. You got to work your way through. And we were watching you. This is a, one of the highlights for sure as the production, watching you work through. And at one point, I don't want to say too much in case we use this for a future challenge, but at one point you got stuck. You misread the instructions and you're, you think you're supposed to be stacking some blocks and you're not. And honestly, it must've been five to seven minutes, not yeah. an exaggeration where you're stuck. And we're just laughing there. We're, we're, uh, it's up the video's up on the season recap and you so at one point were like okay i think he figured it out now it's like no 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 he put the blocks in his mouth he's still going <laughs> like you had no clue and yet i just wanted to highlight you you realized your mistake caught up to everyone else found an idol hidden at the end of the challenge got it first and won the challenge before anyone that to me was like a I just a highlight moment uh, jordan what you're going to comment as well just before just for alex makes a comment on it I, in the audience, also misread the instructions. So at this moment, I'm like, Alex is first. He's winning this challenge. No one's yes. there. He's, he's okay, so good. far ahead of everyone. We're right. thinking the same thing. <laughs> and then I find out, I don't remember when I found out, but I found out that you were, you had missed, I had misread the instructions. You had also misread the instructions. Yeah. And uh, I don't, I'm not privy to the information that you were behind or ahead of anyone or that you were, I think there was an idol in that challenge as well that you were searching for. Like, I'm not privy to any of that information. So I'm just misreading instructions and thinking that you're you're winning and doing well yeah it was it was ridiculous like that was i got to that and i got so frustrated that i couldn't stack these jenga blocks in my hand i tried different versions of it yeah i put blocks in my mouth so i didn't have to reach so far they were getting soggy i just tasted like sawdust and i'm watching the screen and watching nobody else is doing this thing and thinking I have so much time here. This is crit. Nobody else is even on this. And then I just took a break and went back and read it. I was like, Oh, <laughs> and I just think that I just, at that point it was like, this is ridiculous. I can't believe, okay, I'll just keep going because why not? Maybe I can find an idol and then found one and finished. And, and within all that, there was the Steph and Tyler fiasco yeah, that's crazy. happening while we're still doing our part of it because it's all happening at once and people are finishing and other people like redemption people are finishing while castaways are still going and 
it's um yeah i think that's good tv folks oh, i think that's was, what that was that it was, was incredible <laughs> that whole that whole half an hour was nuts it was such a cool way to start off the night um and yeah if you haven't seen it you can go up on the season recap and look for the four doors challenge uh the, the the photo finish with tyler and steph and then alex coming back and winning not only the challenge but the idol just like a a, a pinnacle of your season and a great way to start night two getting a, another idol getting immunity um I'd love to unpack that more, but we're going to keep rolling here because you had a couple more tribals that you're obviously a part of, but you are safe in the first. Stu goes home. The next one, uh, Josh, you turn on him and vote him out. And then this is one we really wanted to touch on. The the Wheel of Death uh, challenge that comes into play. Well, it, and John Wani getting voted out. And um, I know that you guys had a lot to say. And so to unpack that a little more, um, we thought that we'd maybe bring oh. on live uh from ottawa ontario the nation's capital our good friend uh john wani is gonna hop on the podcast welcome john wani we're just welcome well good timing let's set the stage here yes yeah set the okay stage, go ahead go so ahead. this is what i know about what happened alex pre-game strategy created a an email from an email address that looked very similar to survivor at home at gmail.com, which is the official email address. And if you weren't looking close enough, you you wouldn't have noticed the difference. So he made a fake idol email, because that's how you know you receive idols in Survivor at Home is through, through emails, and shows it to, well, it was supposed to only show it to a couple people, but showed it to the whole group. I don't know if everyone noticed or not, but gives this idol to John Wanner. Wheel of Death challenge comes around. Alex saves himself with an idol. Bryson saves himself with an idol. Now there's two or three names left on the Wheel of Death. John Wane goes, I got to save myself as well. Plays his idol. Andrew just right away props goes that John Wane does not have an idol. And immediately we knew it was going to be Wheel of Death, John Wane's name. John Wane and Alex go. Hi, John. Hi. So I, I had an opportunity to confront um, a cyber bully. And so, <laughs> so, so I'm taking, taking that opportunity, this premeditated act of cyber bullying. Um, yes, I, I honestly, I, I think it was, um, it was a brilliant move. There were some sloppy corners here and there. No doubt. Uh, for sure. But uh, honestly, this is what sealed the vote for me at the end. I was just like, this guy is so intense that he targeted me. Like it was, it was honestly like a crown of glory to be given the fake idol. Um, I did have my suspicions about it, but at that point I was like, might as well use it now. Like if this is not real, then it's not real. It could have been much more humiliating had I been like on the edge of being voted out. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was it was pretty well done. First fake idol in Survivor at Home, and I there we go. I don't think actually, I don't think it is. I don't think it is. Really? Trent, Trent in season one uh, did something similar, and I don't know all the details. We'll have to have no him way. back on the podcast and mm-hmm. explain. But I know for sure he tried to do something similar to uh, a fake email. Or I can't remember all the details, but certainly this was. Uh, I, I don't know if that ever came to anything. Whereas this one got some more airtime. And, it was uh, tricky because I didn't want to like I created all the email and stuff, and then I was and then I was like, oh shoot, I can't actually send him communication during the game. That looks like 
it's against the law. You can't communicate with people except for in these things. So it's like, even though this isn't strategy, well, it really is strategy, but it's not like we're conferring with each other. I'm just tricking him. So I chose not to, I was going to send him the actual email, which then would probably get flagged for phishing or something. And then you would totally know. But it was, again, for the future, really the gameplay was, John, I found an idol and, but it's weird. It has a twist. I have to share it. Mm-hmm. And then that was, again, for you and I, John, that was me just testing. Does he, is he really going to try this? Does he, what's he really going to, is he, does he believe it? Does he think what's, what's going on here? And so then when you, you know, went along with it, I knew that that was the thing, but when I thinking, uh, oh yeah, I, I told John this, that I was actually like, I mean, if it wasn't that, if it wasn't wheel of death, like that was the, that was the other conversation I had during the day on Saturday with, with my wife was how soon do I play this and like try to like get John to play his fake idol and then throw votes at him? How do I do that? Like to work with him? I don't think that you would have bought that, but maybe if I had come to you and said, you know, like, look, votes are coming to you, but I'm with you. You just play your idol and you and me vote for somebody else. And then you play that, but all the votes are on you anyways. I like that was, it's pretty malicious, really. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> how are you feeling, John? Tell us how you really feel. It was, it was, it, I think when you were describing Steph's vote, the way that Steph played her idols, um, or her, her idol in that, like, she was the first good play with an idol. Um, mm-hmm. I remember going back right after that, and we were just all cheering her on Mm -hmm. because we're such fans of the game that we were like that was awesome and like that made me want to work with her this one I was just so angry because I like I I had nowhere to direct my anger because I was like come on nobody even voted for me like I got no votes this game and I was I was really annoyed because I was like right about to implement some big moves and I was getting really excited because that was like a big turning point in the game. And then I'm just taken out. And I think that really changed a lot of other people's games too. Cause I, I was, I was somebody else's number for sure as well. So I think it, it changed the game and it made it exciting. And then I think that really helped launch um, just like Alex's momentum. Cause I, I could tell like that was a huge confidence boost for him because it worked. He got, he got me out of the game, yeah. had a great resume builder. And then the whole conversation in um, at Ponderosa was really, okay, can anyone, can anyone take Alex? And then we did give other people a chance. And most of us were open to different options in that final tribal council. But I think, honestly, the, the fan in me was just too excited that it was like this battle of like, I'm angry, but I'm excited. I'm angry, excited. Yeah. And so just to clarify, you you gave your vote to Alex at the end, even after that, oh, because yeah. of appreciation of what he did. Yeah, there was no question. I think if you play with that kind of confidence, you have to be able to back it up, right? You've got to be able to back it up with some big moves, mm-hmm. um, some sneaky play and some big wins. And I think like he would... There was just no no contest. Like he was in a different category. I think the other guys did a great job getting to the finals, but there was one winner. Like it was no question for me. Love Luke and Ben, but come on. <laughs> Look at this. This is, is 
just the love, the love that we feel. Yeah. <laughs> you feel the love tonight. Let's start, let's start singing. None of us love the wheel of death though. Nobody. I know there's always negative feedback and I got to tell you, it's not going anywhere. That wheel of death right? is, is <laughs> as much a part of survivor home as all of you guys are. And so I don't believe that I have been a part of the wheel of death at any moment in survivor at home. Lucky you. Yeah. Lucky, lucky me. You. I, I me and John it's, both home. It's not Let's... something I want to, uh, to have to experience on survivor at home, but I don't, I'm trying to think back. I don't think I've been, been involved in the wheel of death, which is great. I'll take well, it. You'll have your chance one day. I'll have my chance one day. Yeah, <laughs> here we go. Next, next time I play. John, while you're here, I do, again, you've been listening. I know, and I've already told you this, but hey, to say it publicly for the whole world to hear, like that was it. You were my, you were the one person knowing how you played last season, the absolute wisdom, brilliance, multifaceted play that you had season three. I had no idea who you were going to be this season. I didn't know how you were going to come in and how you're going to play with that. And, and I just, there was no way that I was just going to let that happen. And so that was me coming in, you know, coming in and wanting to, to work with you as much as possible because you were, I, again, I just think that you're one of the, you know, one of the survivor greats as, as it is just the way that you bamboozled me anyways in season three. And uh, I, I would love to see it again. I would love to see more of John Wani on Survivor at Home. Yeah, it was fun. Well, thank you. It was it was an honor to be fooled. <laughs> and a joy to have you, John Wani. And I got to ask a favor of, hold on, don't leave yet. I need one more minute of your time. Okay. Uh, I have to use the washroom. And so John Wani and Alex, to buy me a minute of time, can you please do a commercial spot for Canadians without Survivor? Thank you. Oh. Wow. John, I, I don't know about you, but I've got at least three people around the, the block here who I know could benefit from the great work of Canadians Without Survivor. Why don't you tell us, again, just what this organization is about? Well, it's a bilingual organization that really supports, you know, the underdogs, the people who have not heard about this great land of Survivor. That exists. Or lost interest. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, these underprivileged souls have an opportunity for just eighty-nine thousand dollars a day. You can, you can, you can change a life with it's a uh, drop in the bucket. The magic of Survivor, just eighty-nine thousand dollars a day. I mean, there's GoFundMe campaigns set up just to just to reach that one-day goal um, to support one person to somehow fall in love with survivor and i think that we should all be a part of it so i think that's canadians without survivor.com probably slash work. <laughs> <laughs> we get there and andrew's back i'm back right. thank you john wani for your time always great to see you my friend thank you for hopping on thank and you, uh, we will i'm sure talk to you again sometime soon yeah congratulations well well earned see ya thank you sir we're going to keep rolling along here, yeah. uh, Alex. Uh, great to see our good friend, John Wani, uh, playing. But yes, we, we wanted to get to that and unpack it a little bit. A, a favorite, for sure. A fan favorite. Probably a SIA favorite. I think he self-nominated himself for the SIA <laughs> yeah, award. Which, a, is that allowed like to self-nominate for SIA? John Wani can do whatever he wants. Yeah, absolutely he can. So you make it through that crazy tribal. The momentum is, is rolling. Uh, the wheel of death spins. John Wani goes home. 
Uh, and then we got another challenge, which uh, you did very well. And this was the no surrender poem. Uh, you roll through that. Abel, I guess you said your acting career helped you in memorizing the poem. How did you do that? Because for those listening, I don't want to, again, give away all the details, but there was something you had to memorize and then answer questions about it, and you crushed it. What was your strategy? Yeah, that was the one that Jordan was just talking about as well, as you scroll down a little bit, and there's a blank page. So there was a there's an idle clue at the bottom. So right away, I went and did that. We had five minutes to you know learn as much as we could about this poem. Um, and then answer questions about it. And I took a minute of that, sending this idle clue thing in right. um, to get that right away, then came back and I was taking notes and writing things down, you know, how many times it says this word or that word or whatever. And then I was like, no, screw this. I'm just going to try to recite it, memorize it. Then I can answer whatever questions you've got. So this is my, I went into youth pastor mode. I explained to my tribe after uh, youth, youth group speaker mode, specifically like retreats. What I remembered, what that felt like was the worship band is going, they're on their last two songs and I'm standing backstage looking at my notes, cramming my message that I'm about to take 25 minutes to speak and just running through bits and bits and okay, this, 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 and just cramming it all in my brain, knowing that it's going to be out you know, 10 minutes after this. And if I can do that, then I can come out and answer the questions. And I thought I did well. And I was so frustrated at the end when you said, okay, just write out the first stanza. And I was like, I couldn't remember the second line. So I remember this whole thing, except for the second line. Anyways, it didn't matter. That's, this is again, what was me um, as I walked out with that, but that was, that felt like there were some challenges that felt like these are made for me. So you win the challenge. And with some incredible memory work and cramming that in and you go into the vote, you've got immunity around your neck, around your neck. You've got the most power in the game at this point and your ally gets voted out and you're on the wrong side of the votes. Yeah. What, like, Whoops. did you know, did you know what was happening there? Because you're, yeah, you're, you're, you've talked about London, Steve being probably your closest ally, mm -hmm. at least early in the game. And now he gets voted out and you're on the wrong side. What yep. happened? Uh, yeah, all the way through. It was, I, would, I would at least go to Lemon Steve and say, okay, what's going on? What do you think? And, and has my name been thrown out? Whatever. And, and he would say, are we still together? Are we still? And I was like, yeah, 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 we're good. He was the only one that I was truly like, was never going to turn on. Um, and then everybody was saying, it's, I think it was all the guys were saying Tori anyways, which I was in for. And then it came out and it was Steve because I had an idol. And then afterwards it was really quickly, oh, we had to get, we had to get rid of your ally. Alex. And so I was like, Oh, dang. Okay. So I'm definitely alone in this game. Now I've lost all of my, you know, subsequent uh, allies, Alliance members along the way. And now we're down to seven and I'm, and there's going to be a redemption challenge and I'm totally alone. Um, so how do I, how do I build something with somebody and some sort of argument that allows them to maybe not think of voting me the next vote. That's, that's immediately what was going on in my mind as soon as Steve was voted out. Well, and the next vote was hectic. Hectic for sure. That's the, that's where we had the idols. Oh, let's, let's get that it. Yeah. Let's get into this brilliant. one here. Yes. This, this next vote is full transparency. This vote happens. Andrew knows I'm watching the audience and just sends me one message. And all it says is, watch this. 
at this I, point, I no idols, no idols had been played. He just, he had just seen the votes come through and they were about to read them. And he just, that's the only message. I, I knew the idols were getting played for sure. Watch, watch this. That's right. Cause and you know, who has one. He knows who has one. Exactly. Him and him and Katie know who has one. And so sure enough, Tori plays an idol. Mm-hmm. You play an idol. Ben plays an idol. Mm-hmm. Who got votes in this tribal? Tori got two. Ben got three. You got one. Someone went rogue from those three. Ben, Tori, and Alex were, I, I would think, would have been the three targets there. And you went rogue and you voted Steph. Yeah. Why did you throw a vote on Steph? Yeah. So I was sure they were all coming to me. I, I thought for sure, again, this is where I just, I don't understand how I'm not, I was never in control of the votes. I felt it, it's not a vote management thing for me. It's relationship. And can I get through the next one? So this one, I thought they were all coming to me. So I give a big pitch at tribal, whatever it's, whatever you can do. Um, and then they start coming through I'm like what the, or no, I mean, then the idols start getting played. I know I, I got my, whoever I was with at that point, I was like, it's got to go Tori. And that was my thing. It's got to go Tori. We've got to get Tori out to split up Tori and Brenna and Steph. Let's get Tori. Cause I told Steph, I'm never going to write her name down. And so that was it. We went into that tribal and I, I, we looked, we had me and Steph had one conversation. Are you writing my name down? And she said, mm. and I said, cause we said we never would. She's like, well, we'll see. <laughs> and that was so, it. What am I supposed to do? So I go in and I'm like, well, I know I'm playing my idol. And if things go bottoms up, then um, at least I want my vote to count again. So I got to get her out. Now, revisionist history, or maybe not revisionist history, in fairness to Steph, Steph did not write your name down. I know. (laughs) I know. Was there someone else that you were considering? Me? Would it have been Tori? Like, what was your... Yeah, did you know Tori and Ben's names were even out there at that point? Yeah, Tori's for sure. That was I was gunning for Tori for a while. And okay. then so that was that, but I, I recognize this with a few of the votes. I wanted to make sure that the way I the conversations I was having, I wanted again, I wanted to know where the votes were going. And then I voted somebody else. Um, so this was the Bryson Josh vote. I knew that votes were going to jo- to Bryson. I wanted to take control. And vote Josh. I wanted to at least put a vote there or something, and it ended up being one that turned the table. So then this one was: I knew that votes were going to Tory. I knew that votes were coming to me. Or I thought they were. I had no idea anything was going to Ben. So I just wanted to make again make mine count. And if Seth plays one, then good honor. But if not, then maybe this will be a thing. And it turns out it's the only vote that counted at the that only, tribal. Yeah, one the one <laughs> vote tribal two almost three. <laughs> Almost three. Yeah. Steph was involved in two one-vote tribals. She did it to Luke, and then uh, happened to happened to her. Um, yeah, again, it's good TV. That's crazy. what that is. That was that was, that was, great. That, was right. that needed a break afterwards, right? Yes. <laughs> like let's yes, take a break. There, there was a few of those nuts. moments where I we I think I said it a lot, or I said to Katie, I'm like, I need a I need a break. I need to like stretch, get a drink, something like that. Was that was a lot? Like just crazy moments that kept popping up this season. Yep more than ever before uh, like so entertaining as the host to be seeing that and i'm sure mm-hmm. jordan to watch in the audience to see and again, that at that play. point you've we've been playing for four and a half hours maybe five hours on i don't know what time two, it is on night yeah two. on night, night two, two. and and energy was up like that <laughs> it's 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 oh, man. it's fun and it feels real 
the game keeps building there's a redemption challenge this was the challenge it was um jenga blocks was this the one where you had blocks going horizontal or yeah yes yep vertical and horizontal no just horizontal so not push them together well, just yeah. horizontal you just have to okay. push them together and hold as many as you can oh gotcha okay uh so tyler wins it comes back into the game and takes immunity takes immunity as well so now you've got in the game we just had a vote where it was seven and now mm -hmm. we're back to seven again mm -hmm. talk about hectic tribals tied vote because of an extra vote it was a tied vote oh, that was epic that was that was crazy because i was wondering who in the game did people in the game realize that there was an extra vote played uh okay because there's well, yeah. seven people in eight votes right so it was four, four. yeah so you guys yeah all so right away right people away. go what so yeah, i had okay. the, the only reason luke talked to me right before that i was working kind of with luke and kind of with bryson at that point they were my only the only people i trusted and then tyler was voting with us then and luke said i have an advantage i don't want to tell you what it is but i might put it in play so as soon as you know it gets to seven votes and Andrew's not finishing, you're like, oh, and it was freaking brilliant because he tied the vote mm -hmm. toward three Luke at four yeah. each, Saved and then and then one of the Tory or one of the Luke votes flipped. Bryson, Bryson flipped and Bryson then, flipped. Yep. Mm -hmm. So why? Um, Go ahead. Yeah. Well, that was and again that was one where I went in and felt so confident. So I had an idol at seven and I didn't play it. And that again was because I think Bryce, I knew that Bryson was with the girls and I knew that Luke was with me. And so Bryce, I knew Bryson wasn't going to throw my name out. So he threw Luke out there when he saw that the votes were going there. He thought, Ugh. I mean, actually, I don't know exactly what he thought, except maybe I can go back with these guys with the numbers now, if I vote Tory. And so he changed his vote. Yeah. And I mean, that there's a lot to unpack from that vote too. Yeah. Just even, I know Trent and I were texting, Jordan and I were texting after the fact, like, cause we let Luke reuse his extra vote in the tiebreaker, even though he was one of the people that was voted for. And that's still what I lean towards. But for those listening, I could use still some input if you can clarify someone. So Luke got a tie with his extra vote with Tori. So we revoted normally in a revote, the person, the people who are tied cannot vote, mm -hmm. but because he had an advantage for an extra vote, we let him use it. Now, because Bryson flipped anyway, it doesn't matter. Tori was gone, but Trent was texting back and forth saying it, it, that probably should not have been allowed. Like he's not eligible to vote in a revote, and it's a and it's an extra vote. So we can unpack that later. I just want to throw that out for the audience listening. If you're listening to this right I feel now, like I like that came up in 41, didn't it? There's, Wasn't there an so, extra vote? There was did, an extra except vote. For they weren't tied. They yeah. weren't the person that yeah. was tied, but the extra vote right. did carry over. So yeah. there's no precedent no. yet mm. for that situation. Um, so we need Jeff based on, or based on that. So yeah, we need Jeff or Erica to make a, to make a call. Mm -hmm. um, but I did want to ask, that. sorry, that, that vote, that's the one of all the tribals in night two where you could have been voted out. That was yeah. the one. You had either won, London Steve talked about this, how, you know, people say, why didn't we get Alex out? Well, you won most of the challenges on night two, or a lot of them. Then you played some idols. Mm -hmm. But that was the vote where you didn't play an idol and you didn't win immunity. You could have been voted. Why did no one else target you from what you've heard at that vote? And do you think you would have caught wind of it and used your idol? I, I think for me, the confidence was as I was the first one to talk to Tyler when he came back in. And as I've unpacked this, 
I know why he was so keen on this, but I said, look, it's Tory. Guys are going to vote Tory. You're like, you know, these three, we got to get Tory, got to get Tory. He's like, fine. Yes, absolutely. Great. And right away, it felt real. I knew that I was working with Luke. I knew that Bryson wasn't going to vote for me. We were going to go to the end. So whatever that was, there was enough trust around there that I thought, I think we've actually got numbers here. I know, I, I really don't think that it's going to come to me. So I found out later, Tyler, in his own game, he wanted, he didn't want me out because he wanted to beat me in the end. He needed right. to beat me in fire making in order for him to win. Right. So now Tyler's actually protecting me. Um, again, I didn't know that at the time. I just thought he was, absolutely needs somebody to work with somebody to play with. Why not? And so interesting. Uh, I had those strategies yeah. come out that came up in a few of the, the reunion shows as well. Different decisions that happened, just, uh, you know, really little decisions that influenced the game. I think it was Tori or Luke or Tyler involved in another one like that. But my point with this is to say, had Tyler come back with a strategy of saying, no, I'm going to tell Alex that, but I'm actually going to be the one yep. that like orchestrates him getting out. That would have been a huge move. And you may have been blindsided. You might, you might've caught wind of it and played the idol, but I just I don't, think honestly that how, how much I didn't know about votes before this, I doubt I would have known anything. Mm -hmm. um, I would have only trusted Bryson to, to say anything at that point, because we had a secret thing going on and, uh, and he didn't, he said, I haven't heard anything. So that was it. But yeah, absolutely. That was the opportunity. Right. It was. And that was our criticism just on a production end to watch. Like if there was, Alex was clearly a front runner. And if you get a chance to get him out and I hinted at it in the final eight, actually, I said at the tribal, are you guys thinking about the end game now? Because usually players right. get to this point and it's this funny balance. I don't want to unpack all this because we don't have time, but just, it's interesting to me, and I see both sides of the coin. You want to go, you want to play more because it's fun to play more, but you got to also be able to say to yourself, I will not win. Like, yes, I might get to the end, I might get some votes, but I'm not going to beat Alex. So, do I make a big move now at eight or seven? Might not work, probably won't work. I might go home and not get to play anymore, but if it does work, I'm the one who orchestrated getting the front runner out, and now I got a shot. I actually have a chance of winning. Um, and I just, it's easy for me to pit, you know, poke at that, but I just always see that in the show and in this game, like, you know, why don't people do that more to just say, I gotta, I will not win. So here it goes and roll the dice. Let's get Alex out. It would have been fireworks for sure to see that tribal, uh, but you survived and you pushed through and you got yourself to yeah. the final six, which was the all out in the open, discussion um and this is where i was proud of brenna because she was one of the few that was yeah. like, going for you she's like she was button heads right back with you calling well, you so out. so first of all this is the third time i've seen or been a part of the nowhere to hide and this is by far the best one mm -hmm. it was entertain you guys just spilled everything out there in the audience so we don't know who's working with who mm -hmm. um i think at this point that you're working with brenna and then brenna I've been on the receiving end of this speech as well, but um, from Steph, but Brenna unleashes the, we need to get Alex out now. Otherwise he's going to win speech. And to your credit, your Alliance goes, uh, no, not right now. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they stuck by you. You end up playing an idol anyways to protect yourself. Yeah. But Tyler, you've talked about it now. He didn't tell you this in the moment, but he, his intentions were clear. The only way in his mind you were going out was fire making because mm -hmm. um, he needed that. Bryson had just flipped a vote 
to go with you a couple of votes earlier, actually the, the vote earlier. So he's sticking with you, Luke's with you. And it's just like this interesting dynamic of who's the swing, who's in control, yeah. who's going along. And Brenna's just like, that. that's the hill. I get, I would guess this is the hill that Brenna's willing to die on at this point. And she kind of has to, because otherwise she's, she, she could get voted out anyways, just by kind of. Bren, and Brenna was osmosis. the victim there of another right chance opportunity because Ben took his, took a chance to stay in the, to win safety oh, on a 60% right. chance on the wheel of death. And he took that and was safe in that open conversation. Mm-hmm. And he because of just how the chips had fallen for him, he would have been the vote. So now he's safe, I think, anyways. Yep. Um, he's safe. So now, now, now Brenna's now Brenna's got to go for it and, yeah. and try to get someone on her side. And no one, not enough people went, well, no one went against. No. Tyler said openly, guys, I'm voting. Like Andrew was he trying to that. shut it down. And Tyler's like, I need one more cent. One more. I'm voting he, Brenna. He, yeah, he he. I think he. If I remember correctly, in that moment, he goes, "Bryson, I'm voting Brenna." That's yeah, right. and, and she it knew. was just like she, was smart. she knew her name was out there for sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. she she should have gone for the spin for sure at that point. Uh, yeah, but once someone gets saved by the spin, there's no more spins. There's right? no more spins. Yeah. So Ben Ben beat her to it, and good good for him because if if it's between two of you, let's let's make this even. Work. Still, there's no way I'm ever picking the wheel. Never. I I sympathize with it in that in that situation. I, I really do. Just like in season three, shout out to Rochelle. Yeah, I sympathize yeah. with her taking the wheel of death in that moment because she was the obvious vote mm-hmm. in that moment. And so, yeah, the odds aren't great, but if you don't have an idol in your pocket and everyone's going to vote for you, yeah, you might as well spend right? a 60, 40% Man, chance of say, it's a hard decision, but she was getting voted out in that moment. And Brenna um, was 50, 50 on getting voted out. Ben takes it and now she's got to unleash her. Let's mm-hmm. get out Alex. And it just didn't work. And you played it's an good. idol again. And you ended up playing an idol. And anyways. Bryson had yeah. the legacy advantage. So yeah, she was in trouble there. Yes. Um, but again, yeah, another idol. And again, people watching and production are like, man, this guy is just rolling it with the idols here. Another one yeah. to play and save yourself. Uh, we get to the final five challenge, which is usually a season recap. And you mm. win against Ben just by one. Uh, that was actually, close. it was, that was it a was, really good challenge. It was you close. guys, the two of you, it was, but again, this is late into the night, and I couldn't quite remember. Katie, I was like, Katie, look up, look up our notes. I was like, but I think Alex still has one more idol, too. So even if he loses, which that's true, right? You had one, no, more. I didn't. No, no, no. I use it. I use it at six. I use my last one at six, hoping that five, the five immunity challenge would be the survivor at home recap. Because I are you sure? I think assumed you had I would a fifth. It. I think you had a fifth idol. That was my fifth. Yeah, yeah. He did. No one played an idol at the uh, at final. No, five. because he won the challenge. I'm pretty sure, Alex, you had a fifth idol still. I'll have to dig through the notes. It was late in the night, but yeah, regardless, that's what I'm saying. I had by that my the idol that I played at six was my fifth idol. I have to go back and look. <laughs> I would know better than you. Uh, I guess that's true. No, anyway, regardless, you won that by one against Ben. I mean, shout out to Ben. He he came to play uh, as well. 17 out of 20 is huge. That normally will win it for you. You got 18, right? I mean, you cheated. You had your notes there, but still, it was good that you... I was texting you. Yeah, 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 of course. We wanted you to win. Pay me off before. 
but yeah, that's a huge win. And then here we go. The final four challenge. Uh, Luke pulls through on what was uh, a pretty difficult stacking block challenge. Nearly impossible. Katie and I were testing it and filming it. Like, this is tough. And Luke pulls it off. And so the decision is made. Luke has to take someone to the finale with him. And he picks uh, Ben. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you and Tyler are the two left who have to go to fire making challenge. What's going through your head at that point based on past seasons? Do you anticipate that it's going to be that former challenge and uh, just, yeah. Talk us through that feeling of being that close, having played a game that you're pretty sure I got this in the bag. If I make the final three and yet I lose the final four and like Ben on uh, survivor a few seasons ago, thinking after a dawn performance, he's going to go home. He gets another chance. Uh, Talk us through that. I mean, I didn't want it as you're talking us. Yeah. As you're talking us through it, remind us when you found out what the challenge was. Uh, when basically, you know, imagine me and Tyler sitting down at the table and then Andrew says, now here's your challenge. Like it was, um, but again, I didn't want it, but when Luke won, then we had our chances to pitch. And my pitch to him was, if you put me to fire making and I win, that's more on my resume. You have less of a chance of winning. You bring me with you. Now I'm your, I'm your patsy. Like, I mean, you brought me into this, which is, that was a pretty good pitch. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, there's no objective. I know there's no way he's going to get me. Yeah. He's, he's got to send you to. Um, Yeah. I thought it was going to be a memory thing. And I was terrified to go up against Tyler because he crushed that last season. And, and Ben was just owning it. He's, he showed himself really strong in, in challenges and thinking through challenges. And so I did, I was not confident uh, going in against either of those guys thinking it was going to be a memory, like that kind of memory thing. Although like, maybe it'll be a good battle, whatever it is. Yeah. But I, so I want to hone in a little more here. Did the, is there a feeling, did you even have a moment to pause and think before that fire making challenge, like, man, this, like I've played so well oh. and now I'm about to go head to head in a challenge. And if I lose, it's done. I don't have a chance to get to the end. Is there, did you have a moment to ha- to even reflect on that there and, and just the potential disappointment or was it just too much happening? I, I don't think so. I honestly, I know that that would be a good thing to say. I think you're so at that point, you're so focused on how do I, how do I do this? I've got to get through this. Hmm. I, I, it's more the I've come so far. I I have to I have to play. I have to do this because. But even, but then there is this part of like okay, but if you lose here, it, you've done really like I've played the at least I played the game all the way through. I played every element of the game except oh, yeah. for getting to talk, which is the thing that I'm sitting here going like, please give me the microphone, mm-hmm. let me talk to these people. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would have been disappointing, but thinking about that, when you get into that challenge, I was just thinking, okay, I don't know, whatever this is, I've got to go, I've got to do this because I really want to, I want to play more. That was it. But it wasn't, I wasn't thinking disappointment. Well, that's the beauty. And uh, I appreciate that. That's the beauty of competition, right? We're watching in the NFL playoffs right now. It's just yeah. like the bills a couple weeks ago, right they're, I mean, they're crushed. They're disappointed. The, 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 the championship Sunday, again, so close those games, uh, and obviously you want to win, you want to get to the end, but you're obviously, you're also proud of yourself to get that far and be like literally a, a coin flip away in the bills case, potentially of, 
of winning instead of losing. Right. So there is that element of the competition where it's, it is anyone's game, but in the moment, you got to be the one that pushes through. And that was what was cool to see as Katie and I were watching. I'm pretty objective. I'm pretty good at remaining unbiased all the way through. But at that point, I was like, this would be too bad if Alex went home here because of the game he's played. Probably one of the most dominant games we've seen in Survivor at home. But as Jeff Probst said on TV at Season 41, sometimes the better players, the best players, don't win. And that's all it would have taken. It would have taken, you had two chances. You either win the Final Four Challenge, which you lost. And if you lose the second one, you're gone. You're out. Your journey, you're a fourth place guy. You're going to be talked about on talk shows. Sia is going to give you some money, but you're not even going to be in the top three. And you're going to be, and you're going to be haunted by that forever. What could have been had I just stacked the stupid tower or did the one little challenge? Uh, but so kudos to you because you, under that pressure, um, destroyed Tyler and what was kind of his Achilles heel this season, another yeah. stack, a stacking challenge. You were done in like 40 seconds. It was, it was over before it started. Um, and then you get, it was yourself. again, poetic, a little poetic because the very first mean? tribe challenge was, was a Jenga stacking thing. And, you know, we went from 10 down to three or something. And so we got back to my tribe and I said, let me do the 10. Cause I practiced mm. that earlier stacking mm. 10 Jenga blocks. Again, I don't know if this is spoiling things for next no, future no, seasons fine. or not, yeah. but I went up against T- Tyler started that as well. And I did it real one try and our tribe zoomed through that by the time Tyler hadn't finished his. So it was then that was the first challenge. And now it's the last challenge. Me and Tyler against each other again. Mm-hmm. Um, that's you, actually what was going through my head. You, you did it in one try both times. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And is that with, there was a, there was a game block? earlier where we had to do that. I had to do that against Luke and same thing. Glue, right. Use glue on the blocks too, right? As you stack. Yeah. Them. Just a little bit of, a little bit of crazy. Not a lot, but the, just a little bit. Just a dab. Yeah. <laughs> so then you got to regroup yourself because final tribal hits. That that final four fire making challenge is over. Final tribal hits. And you've got to come up with your speech. And one of the things that Andrew has harped on a couple of seasons in a row now is final tribal, you gotta go out and just lay it all out there. Don't be passive. Don't don't be um like uh don't sit back. Be yeah. aggressive, go after it and take it. And what I liked in this tribal, final tribal, uh, Josh, Kel, Stu, probably others are asking specifically you tough questions or tough comments. Mm-hmm. And what does it feel like? Because I didn't overly have that when I when I was in final tribal. At least I don't remember that. What's that like when you're sitting there and you're thinking to yourself, and a couple others are thinking, perfect, like, great, well done, great gameplay, good job. And then there's people who are purposefully or just naturally making tough comments or asking you very tough questions and picking at the game that you've played. Yeah, man, that's, that's the goods. It really is. Like, that's the stuff that got my heart beating. Again, it's almost 3 a.m. at this point. Mm-hmm. And I'm wide awake. I could run a marathon because that sort of stuff gets you going. Oh, whoa. But yeah, because I came in thinking like, really, I should have this. If these, I should have easily majority of the votes. Um, 
And then, and then to think like I started with by telling a story and two comments came out saying, I don't buy your story. And, you know, a, a bit of that was heart sinking, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> you, did, you didn't, but that's like what I do. And then I had to realize, oh, okay, that's fine. They didn't like the way that I presented it, but I can, whatever, it doesn't matter. Like that they think that I'm pandering any of this stuff, but it's really, it's so tricky. It really is the hardest challenge in the game to be in that final and be challenged like that, to be put on the spot because you have, I had notes, I had ideas, I had my resume and I had my experiences, but in the moment, half of that comes to mind and or less. that, and the other, exactly. And then, and you feel like you have to respond to the person's question, but also speak to the other 12 people and take their emotions into account. And sometimes it feels like the questions are a distraction. Kel's question was hilarious and awesome. So was <laughs> that a one emotional. word answer? Yeah. Yeah. Um, one like word. Was it there, worth Alex. it? Very said, purposeful. Well, I like what you Kel's said there, question. how it's, it's a challenge of its own. I've never thought of it like that, but oh, it really yeah. is. It really is a challenge at the end. You're not done. You have to win that final challenge in that convincing the jury to write your name down. Some people who don't believe in your story, some people who don't like how you played, some people who you voted out, John Wani yeah. and others and Stu, right? Who yeah. are making these comments. And yet you got to convince them that I am deserving of this win uh, tonight. So that's very well so put. And I mean, that's, that's it. So you, I went in thinking I'm playing to those who respect the game. Like that was my speech essentially was if you like this game, you should give me the vote because I played every element like that. That was. And so you talk about not leaving anything on the table. I would say if anything, I came out too arrogant and too in your face Hmm. that felt like it was beyond me. Um, and yet also when I play games, that is, that's, that's where you get to when, like, when you've got it, you've got it. And I felt like I had it. And then it, it was, again, it's good TV because it's still brought up question. I was still like, I don't, man, I don't know. You're sitting here for 20 minutes while you guys count the votes. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I think, I think I know how people think, but I mean, it was proven wrong that I don't, I don't know how people think, but, um, mm-hmm. Well, five votes didn't go to you at the end there, and seven did, which is still a big win. Seven, three, two, the final. But you're you're sitting there, and I can see in the video, which is again up on the homepage, SurvivorHome.com. You're like I can see it in your eyes. You're like, oh, there's another one for Luke. Oh, there's another one for Ben. It's not just a landslide, and it's interesting in this game of Survivor and Survivor at Home, where you think, yeah, I think I can read people, but you just don't ever know each person is their own person each person values different things i did like your pitch by the way of saying you know like love me or hate me i i i think i played the best game so give me the win because you only get one mm-hmm. vote right but um yeah talk us through that as you're seeing the votes come out you are confident as you should be but you see ben you see luke luke gets to his third vote is there anything going through your head that says i might not get this yeah but I, okay, here's the thing. And this is what's so fun about Survivor at Home, again, where you, where you make it so good because 
you watch the show and you see how they pull it out and how Jeff pulls out one vote at a time. And it probably took me 32 seasons to realize that he counts the votes actually and puts them in order. So that is a dramatic reveal. I just always thought that it was random reveal and that I I actually thought about what was going on to learn that it took Jeff a couple of seasons to learn that as well. Right. There you go. But not, but not 32. uh, Yeah. Bless his heart. So for you, Andrew, to do that, right. You know, what's happening here. There's one each one each. And then Luke, Alex, oh, oh, now Ben's, now Ben doesn't have another vote. And you know that it's winding down. And now it's between Luke and Alex, Luke, Alex, Alex. And then I'm still hoping and yet wondering, like, is he pulling us? Like, is he going to pull out a Luke next? That's what was going on. So as soon as it was five, you know, that's when I started to breathe a little. You stood up at that point. That's right. Yeah. 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 (laughs) And then, uh, and then it's, it's called and it's. Yeah, it's 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 what what did Jordan ask me at the beginning? How does it feel? It was relief, it was celebration for sure. But it's it's like it's fun because you made it to the end and you complete. I completed the game. That's what I felt like. I did win the game, and yet it felt like we were just playing a board game. We all participated. We all had fun. I just happened to win this round, and so it's not like I'm better than anybody by any means. It was just whatever this game was that was a celebration of that of just victory in that sense but man we all had a blast and that's what it really felt like was a celebration overall it's a really cool take i i wonder as you're saying that i was i had more of a picture of camaraderie and uh, and mutual respect because you even say that about how it's a joy and you should be joyful too to the contestants i think it probably is a bit different than maybe other sporting events where there's such a fierce bitterness and yeah, they still respect each other, but they, that's not the first thing on your mind when you win the Stanley cup or when you win the Super Bowl. you're not talking about the other team, but you were pretty right. quick to jump in there. And other people have said the same, there is something cool about survivor, even though it's in survivor home, even though it's such a like individual game, it's only one winner, just the sense of like, we've been a part of something so special together and each person has made up that story and and here yeah. I I mean I'm happy to win like I'm thrilled to win I assume but but and yeah I'm not like trash talking or like stomping on the other players it's like man what a battle that was and you guys should be proud and I'm happy to be representative is that is that a fair summary of how the feeling is for the winner survivor I would say so for sure Jordan yeah I I agree with that and especially because the uniqueness of survivor is that whether it's survivor at home or out on out on the island survivor you have to lean on others to get to where you go mm. right so alex you had to lean on josh and london steve and yeah, yeah they got sacrificed and voted out a lot earlier than you did in my in the season that i won i had i started with an, a a tribe of myself and seven women and but at the end of the day, my relationships with them carried me through. And even though some of them got voted out along the way, I was protected through that and through the yeah. relationships that were built. And so, yeah, it's your win and you had skill to win it, but there's luck and there's other people inadvertently or on purpose helping you out to get where you went, mm. where you're like, this person played, like you could name how many people played a part in you winning 10 of 16. Oh yeah. 
I mean, at least sure. Yeah. I mean, there's that, there's a handful that I didn't talk to. Right. Exactly. Right. People who got voted out when you weren't on their tribe yeah. and probably yeah. the early merge boots yeah. are people who you did, who didn't have a hand in you winning, but others at some point, eight to 10 worked with you yeah. for you to be able to win. Yeah. And, and again, it comes we down were, to, yeah. it comes down to a lucky, maybe not a lucky thing, but just a timing thing of I mean, you could have voted me out at that yep. point. You could have got me. I, if I didn't have that, like whatever it was, you just realize that it's whatever it was, something just happened at a specific time to allow me to do that, but it could have yep. just as easily on the other way. And so that Thanks. has to be yep. the respect and the attitude mm-hmm. that you finish with yep. and go in with. And I think what I realized this season is that's the most fun way to play all the mm. way through. Mm. That's a really cool way to, to summarize it. And I don't know if I've ever thought of the game like that before that you're Jordan. I really love how you talked about your yeah. partnering with so many people along the way. Um, yes. It's cutthroat. Yes. You're backstabbing, but you couldn't get there mm. truly without it. And it, there's probably a reason why most survivor TV winners even are pretty, I think pretty humble about it. Like you got a few that play it up and, Sandra and others, you know, being the queen and the champ. And of course they should be proud, but there's a sense of like, man, like I, I would, it could have been anyone else here. And survivor um, season 40, Tony yeah. does not win without Sarah. Does, does not even go right. anywhere without Sarah. Mm-hmm. Right. Very Tony cool. also does not win without Trish in his first season that he won. Mm-hmm. It just, it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Right. Boston Rob, the season he won, he had an alliance with uh, a couple women and Phil Shepard, I think. He doesn't win that without them sticking yeah. loyal the whole time. And it just goes Robin Amber. It, it goes on yeah. and on and on. Like there's, um, there's so many examples and it's the same for myself. I don't win without working with Vicky the yeah. whole time through. And Alex, I'm not sure exactly who that person is for you, but you <laughs> had someone like that. Because yeah, who I changed. thought in the audience it was, was not, not truthful. Yeah. Post, post, it was the Josh Ben vote or Josh Bryson vote. It became Bryson. I think was, was my, and the, and Luke, um, and they were with me. Yeah, for sure. Again, I think that that was the major protector, but that's, that's the beauty of this game. And again, just to draw, to, to pour more praise on survivor at home, it's what you see on TV and that experience, uh, it comes through in all this stuff that we're talking about. It's truly outstanding. And the emotions that we feel, um, still waiting on my check. I don't know. Can it, can it post Same. maybe is Same. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Respect well, bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out but, to uh, just, one. just whatever has been created to, to make it this, uh, th- that we love to talk about it, that we want to be a part of this. It's, it's something, something yep. magical. And that's, you get to see all, all of it in motion. And, and I'm just so again, grateful to be able to play. Mm-hmm. And to shout out, Andrew and Katie, as we get ready to, to wrap this up, the production of this season was phenomenal. A production mm. of every season is, is amazing. It was phenomenal this year. Challenges flowed. Yeah. They went, um, I think exactly how they were supposed to. Mm-hmm. There were twists and turns at the right time um, where there weren't too many. The idol debate may be out there, but you're confident in your decision on how many idols were out there anyway. So we're going, we're going with it. And frankly, they played into the game, which was mm-hmm. the biggest part of, of a yeah. community idol is that they actually play into the game and, um, and you use them strategically and they were used strategically enough that it was 
very entertaining the whole the whole way through. Uh, some of the new challenges were awesome, unique. Yeah. There were so many unique aspects. One in, one out, nowhere to hide. 164 second challenge. I won't give mm -hmm. away what that was, but it was great. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't get to see any of the escape room or, or doors challenges, but I'm sure those were awesome too. Yeah. Um, uh, the what was the other one um, the team the challenges one. went so smooth and so quick as well like that's the stuff where you look at that stuff and I had somebody asking like on our tribe I think Ben came in and he's like what are the challenges we're like they're like word games like you know guess what this other person is thinking or something like that and in the past there's been arguments around like specific words and stuff and there wasn't any of that this season yep. it's great Mm -hmm. majority rules like just unique ideas so and it mm -hmm. was it was very well done so if uh if this offer is true and survivor at home production teams uh can help you and your friends out for a, a weekend of fun do it go all in on it because it's a, it it's awesome and it's really well done and four tries through there's uh, a lot more new ideas it sounds like coming absolutely up. there's a lot there thank you guys for the feedback i appreciate it a lot you know i say this a lot it's a joy to bring people together in this time uh but alex i want to maybe give a couple of the final words to you just what what to steal from a great coach who i know uh, what's something that you're proud of uh from your season um and uh yeah start with that and i got one final question for you what's something you're proud of as you kind of leave the season something you'll remember yeah, again, like there's there's the actual gameplay and what went down and how it all just I just felt like I was in the flow throughout. But that's whatever that again, that's kind of just feeling good or flowing in the moment or things fall chips the way the chips fall. I really am most proud of I would say the change that happened with me has been happening for me over the last couple of years is not just letting other people decide what's going to happen to me or um, relying on again, my natural kind of charm, charisma, whatever that is to get me ahead and build relationships and then wait for something to come. I've been in this habit building now of taking more opportunities, taking more chances, asking for more difficult conversations in my business uh, to grow this thing in general. And it's required a lot of courage. And so that's the way that I came into this game. And that absolutely is what I'm most proud of is how that was a microcosm of two days showed me that this style of Alex is, um, is, is good and actually is probably, you know, the best version of me at this point without the lying and, you know, straight up lying to Steph's face. It's, oh yeah. You know, sort of it's stuff, all good. But it's all yeah, fun. You know, um, and just a little plug for yourself. How can people find more about what you're doing? Um, just in your own work, your own business, uh, the storytelling and coaching that you do. Yeah. So yeah, I'm helping personal brands tell their brand story with clarity. And I hang out mostly on Instagram at street says, if you've got some sort of business that you're starting or you're part of a business that's looking to market uh, in this crazy and saturated world that we're in, then I'm your man to talk to, to help you tell your story. And that's, that's what I'm here for. And I am loving this work and loving the opportunity to have to work with people. So um yeah at street says so go with that on at instagram says. on the social medias and just a final word uh to those listening who might want to play again either in one of our hosted seasons or maybe even a custom event that we run what advice would you give uh, to the kids you know who one day will be on this stage just like jordan and you champions uh, what do you have to say to these 
these guys and girls. Jeez. I've got two things. These men and women, sorry. <laughs> something I'm working on. Katie would correct me. These men and women. I'm going to say find idol, play idol. Correct me. And to go with that is just get to the next vote. What do you got, Jordan? Uh, find idol, play idol correctly. Um, <laughs> if you're in trouble, uh, figure out who you're going to work with is the biggest thing and who wants to work with you. And, and it's not about working with your best friend. It's about working with someone who's got a similar goal in mind in whatever their strategy is. Um, is a fun, and enjoy it. Like this is, it's such a good time. I mean, we've built such a great community here. Like, um, you know, we've become like the three of us and beyond have become, become friends through this and like had never really been connected before now. And we chat, all the time and yeah. uh and there's so many others beyond that too in the survivor at home community so it's been um yeah playing playing an experience like this is fun there can be a little bit of betrayal that goes into it because it's the nature of the way the game works but at the end of the day if everyone comes out with a good attitude you have nothing but smiles and fond memories of it and that's what's been one of the lasting joys out of survivor at home experience for over a year now for me yeah Awesome. Well, thank you, Alex, very much for your time. Thank you, Jordan, as always, for co-hosting. Uh, we're still chatting, but we're hoping to uh, look for the podcast to resume for season 42 of Survivor on TV and probably lots more ideas like this as well. Uh, we love the game. We love the competition. SurvivorAtHome.com. But a big shout-out to Alex Street, champion, Survivor at Home, season four, no surrender. Thank you for playing. Uh, you made us proud. This has been a lot of fun. And have a great night. Thank you.